0: everyone and welcome to the Hoops Crew. It's the best sports podcast that you've never heard of. I'm Frank Severich and you've probably never heard of me, but that's okay because we have an incredible show for you today. First of all, I need to start this episode by wishing you all a very happy President's Day, Um, should old acquaintance be forgot, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, what have we got in store for you today? I will tell you right now. We have an action-packed all-star breakdown, all-star recap for you. MC is going to fucking tell you everything you need to know about the all-star. We're going to look, we're going to look ahead to the second half of the season. We're going to be talking about who's going to make the playoffs, who's not. It's going to be the best episode of the show of all time. It's going to be the best. It's going to... This is going to be the best podcast of all time. Um, And um if any of you don't believe that, just turn the show off now. Just turn it off now. We don't even want your listen at this point. And because it's empty. It's empty if you don't believe in us for putting on the best podcast of all time. So, um Without any further ado, let's get down to the fucking star of the show. Okay, clear some space, turn on the spotlight, fucking uh, open the 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 curtains because Mary Catherine Curran is here. Hello, Mary Catherine, how are you?
1: I'm well, Frank. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How was your weekend?
1: My weekend was great. Uh, I celebrated the 20th anniversary of one of my bestest friends. Adam is the lead singer of an 80s cover band called 16 Candles. Cool. And they've been together for 20 years. And they played an amazing show at the House of Blues this weekend.
0: That's awesome.
1: And House of Blues is also famously where I was interviewed by Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley.
0: That's right. That's right. A a Chicago landmark.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Revisiting on almost the same day.
0: Wow. Wow. Well, How was the show?
1: The show was amazing. If you're ever in Chicago and you go to any Street Fest, you'll probably see them. Um, They're one of the best... uh, Best definitely best cover bands ever, but they're definitely one of the best uh festival bands in Chicago. That's they're incredible. Super fun. They're super That's,
0: fun. That sounds great. Did um did Jake or Joylette Blues um join you in the concert?
1: No. Or no. John
0: Goodman's character, whose name I can't remember. I
1: wish. I wish. Uh <sighs> no. You know, at this point, it's gonna take a lot to get them to be there physically
0: um, <laughs> right right
1: just specifically
0: like, belushi belushi's gonna have a lot of trouble specifically getting there
1: belushi, yes but, yeah yeah but, yeah i don't see dan Aykroyd like making it easy on himself
0: <laughs> no 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 no
1: although bill murray was at the all-star game oh was he this weekend he was i saw that
2: in i
0: saw that guy fieri was at the three-point contest or something like that and he had a cigar in his mouth i was like you can smoke cigars at the indianapolis
1: stadium no he's just sucking on it um that's <laughs> the new thing it's it's like it's it's a different kind of dipping you're dipping it in- <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's very uh will smith you know mm-hmm. he just bites it it's for the look he doesn't light it
1: right no lighting you know? just biting you know
0: Well, no biting, just lighting. Well, let's bring in uh, a real snack uh, that I want to take a bite out of. Uh, It's Matthew Snaccaccino. Hello,
3: Matthew. How are you? Hello, Frank. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's why they call it chewing on a cigar, you know? You ever hear that expression? Chewing? Because some some sickos actually do chew on it. And some sickos happen to be named Guy Fieri. How about that? The guy that that is supposed to be known for, I guess, like his taste <laughs> and his cuisine. What he likes in his spare time is the taste of a fucking cigar. Just chomping
0: down on an unlit cigar. Bon appétit, um, guy. Bon appétit. Bon appétit, guy. <laughs> <laughs> how, was, uh, how was your weekend, Matthew?
3: My weekend was good, Frank. I um, <laughs> I watched a lot of movies. I saw a movie today. Yeah. That's how I spent my President's Day. I took advantage of the uh, the free holiday parking in the district on a Monday. I nice. Went to see a a matinee of uh, of the Zone of Interest. Um, was it interesting? It was interesting. If anyone has seen that movie, you you may uh, have an idea of kind of what I'm bringing into this episode. It mm. was. Uh, it was a tough hang. gave gave me a lot to think about. But yeah, we uh, to to do a quick plug here up top. You and mm-hmm. I recorded our first episode of our annual Oscars pod mm-hmm. with our good buddy Mitch Lerner, mm-hmm. um, and the previous guest with us here on the Hoops Crew. Um, we're going to be doing a few of those in the the upcoming weeks over on the the other. Uh, podcast feed that I think I'll, I'll let you plug at the end. I, I imagine you've got a, a little little something well, planned for that.
0: Should I just do it now? Because... Oh, go, I yeah, mean, go for it. Yeah, go yeah. I, it. Um, thank you for setting me up for this. Yeah, so that episode will be out this week, um, either Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, along with this episode. And uh, I'm kind of doing a... a not, to, not to be too indulgent here in my plug. Um, I, of course, want to plug my butt. First and foremost, I need to plug my butt.
1: Yeah, you but, really the...
0: Do. <laughs> yeah. but the second thing I have to plug is um you know, this show Hoops Crew actually began on another podcast, uh a show called Let's Be Frank, and we sort of we sort of spun off from there because we were having so much fun as a group. And uh you know, this year I was like, you know what, we need to go back to sort of the show that um show that began it all, uh, get that show back up and running. So, um, uh, I, I am excited to say that that show is back up and running. We've got, uh, a few episodes already recorded, locked and ready to go. And, uh, I'm actually relaunching it because, um, uh, there are a number, as it turns out, there's about, um, like 10,000 other shows called let's be Frank, including, (laughs) um, one show, uh Yours by a first. guy who um is like a far right uh asshole who like posts racist and homophobic and transphobic stuff and uh, under the name let's be frank and he has like 250 subscriber 250,000 subscribers on YouTube and then there's like a let's be frank by a Australian mobile company called Frank Mobile um, that promotes their business and there's a let's be frank with two guys named frank who talk about the dodgers um because they're big dodgers fan we might want to have them on this show at some point but at any rate there's a lot of other like let's be frank so i decided to re uh, brand the show um and i'm excited to announce that uh the show frank and sense uh is now available wherever you get podcasts and i'm also uh excited to say that um uh, there's now a frankincense newsletter as well uh, that you can sign oh. up for that will have uh, weekly updates uh, from the hoops crew as well as the Frankincense podcast uh so we can grow our little uh our little community here um so yeah, that's my plug sign up for the the newsletter I'll have a link in the show description uh check out the Frankincense podcast with uh Mitch and Matt this week and uh, much more to come so. Yeah. And of course, I need to plug my butt. Of course. Again. Yes. I Want need to plug my butt. Yes. need <laughs> to plug my butt, buddy. Plug it up. Um, MC, I've done a lot of talking, but I haven't done much listening. And I need to create some space now for me to take a step back and listen, because I need to hear you give a recap of all things All-Star Weekend. Um, you watched this weekend, yes?
1: I did. I on a bit of a delay, but I thought uh especially I, I enjoy all of the um all of the events. I like to watch the I watched a little bit of the celebrity game. It was kind of it was fine. Uh who was playing was, in
0: the celebrity game?
1: So it was a lot of athletes this time, which is awesome, but it was uh CJ Stroud and Oh, okay Parsons and okay. um there's a Los Angeles Rams wide receiver,
0: Puka Nakua.
1: That's correct. And then also Tasha Cloud, RIP, um, our Mystics girl, and yeah. Jewel Lloyd from the WNBA. We're both playing on on respective teams. That's Jennifer old. Hudson. Uh, oh, she played. Mm-hmm.
0: That's awesome. Is she yeah. good?
1: She was fine. I mean, you know, yeah. it's like it. You're also. I also think like the celebrity game is most fun when it's like a surprising person. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not fun or surprising that Micah Parsons won the MVP <laughs> of the celebrity game because yeah, he's right. like
0: because he's an he, incredible athlete. Right. Who, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: like Puka was making all these um, dunks and stuff, and it's like, well, yeah, he's a wide receiver yeah. who
3: <laughs> yeah, <NFL laughs> should player.
1: have decent hops. So. Uh, so that was fun, <laughs> but the Rising Stars is always what I enjoy watching on the Friday night, and it was great to see they had uh, the the Indiana Pacers Rising Stars group was the one that prevailed, and um, oh, at least for the skills challenge, and then for it was kind of crazy. Everybody really thought that Pogasals Rising Stars team was going to be the winner because they had Wembe yama and many other mm. great rookies as well. But Jalen Rose's team is the one that um that prevailed. And that was uh was very fun. I'm trying to remember who um was on on his team. Um didn't
3: they didn't they have three teams this year instead of just they had two? four.
1: Oh, they, they had, had
3: four. four. So, they do like a oh, tournament? Oh, did they do like a tournament? Yeah, they had again?
1: A team. So, Tamika Catchings was like the. So, they kind of had. So, Tamika Catchings had a team. Jalen Rose had a team. Detlef Shrimp had a team. Oh. And Pogasol had a team. Wow. And the winner uh, of the first round was Team Detlef over Team Tamika. And then the um, other one. Was uh, Jalen Rose's team, and then they won the first one. And then the second one was Paul Gasol's team versus De- uh, versus. Um, wait, no, I'm getting confused. No, it was Detlef. Everybody kept saying that was the thing. Everybody was like, "The Detlef team's gonna lose," and they ended up that the Paul Gasol team did not even make it out of the first wow. round. Which everybody was like saying how great they were going to be. Um, but Benedict Matherin, um from the Indiana Pacers, he he was the uh, the big rising star. He was the MVP of the rising star uh, tournament. And he had a great he really great two games because they play first to 40.
0: Um, oh, fun.
1: First to 40 moves on. And this then, is
0: 40. A little uh, Judd Apatow. Yeah. Action there. Yeah.
1: And this is us at 40.
0: Do they do they say when they get to 40 points does Paul Rudd come out and say this is 40?
1: You know Paul Rudd should have been there but he was not and I hmm. wish I wish but
0: do you uh, think that Debt Left Shrimp has a restaurant called Debt Left Shrimps Debt Left Shrimp?
1: I would hope so.
0: I hope so
3: too as well.
1: Yeah. Um because we need a competitor It would be for
3: better one. to just should just be it should just be Debt Left. Debt Left Shrimps. Debt Left Shrimps. Detlef yeah. shrimps. Yeah. Yeah, for dead
1: left the point shrimps.
0: Here. Yeah, Detlef's left debt. shrimps. Detlef's shrimps. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what it should be called. Yes, that's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. Um, very good. Uh, what? So that was Friday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else on Friday?
1: No, those are the two the two Friday events. It was the Rising Stars, and they did the Rising Stars Skills Challenge and the Rising Stars Games, um, and the Pacers Crew of Ty- Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, and um who do they have because they didn't have obi top and they had um another it rookie. was
3: turner wasn't it was it miles, miles turner?
1: turner? yes and they know. they're the ones that won um yeah. that and they had <clears throat> a couple of it was interesting you know i think wemby was even candace parker kept saying you know she hadn't seen him in person yet what what are we to expect um that was one of my also favorite parts of this. Um, all-star weekend was the crew calling the game is was brian anderson who's who's always kind of doing things but then Candace parker and reggie miller and it was a really great um they did all of the play-by-play announcing and color commentary for the games themselves we had other commentators for some of the other i i have i have something really Uh uh-oh really sad to say. Um oh, I'm be no. my pooper no. of the week. uh
0: uh-uh.
1: And my pooper of the week is Kenny the Jet Smith. Um, so
0: I saw a headline about this, but I don't know what happened. Can you tell me what happened?
1: So the Saturday night showcase is usually the dunk contest. We also have the three-point contest, and then we had a special three-point contest between Sabrina Ionescu and uh, Wardell Stephen Curry. Now, I've heard of him. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's yeah. pretty good. She also holds the records for the most threes in an all-star game in the WNBA all-star. Ah. Game. So they wanted to have Sabrina go against Steph. Um Sabrina is very capable of making threes from any line, but there is a bit of a difference between the WNBA line and the NBA three-point line. The ball is also different. Um mm-hmm a smaller ball so she used the smaller ball but used the nba three line okay. now she got 26 which is also what would have uh tied her to win the regular three-point challenge because um our boy dame time chronos himself damian lillard um was the winner of the three-point challenge the three-point contest um which was great and he had 26 uh to win Sabrina Ionescu had 26 points in that in that, uh, face-off. Wardell had 29. And wow. most of that had to do with ball placement um, because in the three-point contest, there's always a money rack. And the money rack is really where you want to put... You want to put that where you feel like you will hit everyone or as many right. as you can. Uh, Steph had his money rack as his last rack. So he started off kind of slow, but then he had a couple of, because there's always a special ball too. the starry ball was the ball this time because it's no mm-hmm. longer ceramist.
0: Shout out to starry. starry.
1: Yeah. Uh, we're really pushing the starry. Yeah. It's, it's getting a little bit um, to be too much, but that's not all over for the podcast. That is not about this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> So no Steph one, um, you know they th- he had more points mm-hmm. um which is how those that's things how it did. works i mean that that which is hey. fine yes but immediately kenny well, said that sabrina should not have been shooting from the nba three-point line that she should be shooting from the WNBA three-point line and just it got really awkward and weird and my hooper of the week is Reggie Miller because Reggie Miller immediately was calling Kenny out and say, telling him like, you don't tell her what to do. You don't try to put boundaries on her and what she can do. She can hit it from any line. And I, I really love that. It didn't have to be Candace saying that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because and I'm. I also want to give a shout out continually to Reggie Miller because he is one of the most uh, vocal and enthusiastic supporters of the WNBA since its inception. Um, he also, you know, has one of uh, the the best basketball players as his sister, and it's it's just nice to see somebody just because I love I love our TNT crew so mm-hmm. much. There's just a bit of unrealized, I think, sometimes sexism in what they say because they just it's they're just old school. Yeah. And I think Bernie Johnson does a great uh, job of keeping people in check with that stuff. And he definitely said some things as well, because everybody was kind of talking over each other. And Ernie was, you know, shutting Kenny down and Reggie Miller was really shutting Kenny down. And there's just the misogyny. It's 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 tough because you want to see people that you admire sort of be open-minded and grow and change. And I think Kenny definitely learned a lesson in that moment Mm -hmm. because it is definitely something where anything that you can do, we can also do. And just because she didn't throw from the three point line for the M- uh, the WNBA she still had 26 points which would in right uh, ha- would have had her win if she was doing right. regular three point contest so i just think we need to we it's been so hard to watch how women's sports were when i was growing up but it has been so exciting to see where mm-hmm. we are now, and to see women's basketball specifically being given the attention that I've always known that it has deserved, but has never gotten. And we need the people like Sabrina. We need people like Caitlin Clark. We need the Angel Reeses and the, you know, these these incredible athletes. And I think Candace Parker is also helping with that and breaking down that barrier of really incredibly talented, smart women coming in um and and taking over the mm-hmm. the commentary because she would never say something like that it's so and it was, sad it was it's so sad
0: because kenny is like sort of famously on the show at least for me is like the reasonable one because like shaq yeah. and and yeah. barkley will obviously like just be crazy and then ernie is like the referee so but then so that leaves like the lane for kenny to just be kind of like the normal guy i mean you know he'll have some hot takes or whatever but like
1: hurt too yeah i agree with you and i think he always has a lot of reasonable and rational things to say yeah but that was wild um yeah it was wild it was it was a bummer but he kind of wilds out at the All-Star Game because he also does all the commentary for the dunk contest. And I mean, they're all drunk a little wild in that. Like as well.
3: this weekend, right? Like, I, like yeah, I assume so.
1: Yeah. I mean Luca
0: seemed I, like he was drunk while he was playing the game on
1: Oh 100%. on percent
0: That's not that's like that's a bad way, every, by the way. That's he him. He looked every like he was year. just having fun out there. It was it was it was I kind of enjoyed it. I gotta say, I'm not the biggest Luca fan, but it was he was he kind of won me over a little bit on Sunday.
1: I agree.
0: Um What did you think of the rest of the um So that was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, did I guess we didn't talk about the the three-point contest. Was there anything exciting from that? Obviously, Dame sort of Dame came from behind to win? Like he he won um, on his last shot or something like that? He
1: did. Yeah. I mean, well, that's kind of um that's the most Dame-time thing that could happen for sure mm-hmm. is a uh, weekend for Dame. Big weekend for Dame. Big weekend for and- Dame. Big weekend for uh people continuing to ask and beg that we bring the superstars back into the dunk contest. Um, we had Jalen Brown, uh, as that's the- a big one. Oh,
0: right, yeah, that's right, yeah, Dylan huge. Brown was, uh,
1: first all star in a while to be yeah. a contestant in the dunk contest, and um. Wow. And we also had Obi Toppin's brother,
0: (laughs) Jacob Toppin,
3: Toppin. the first, uh, the first Toppin to appear in the all-star. Well, well, wasn't Obi in the dunk contest. Obi
1: was in the dunk contest. Yeah.
3: Okay. So first Toppin, uh, in the dunk contest in a while, not as long, maybe as the all-star streak though.
1: Correct. I mean, It and (laughs) Ursula agrees.
3: Um uh,
1: it's just funny because I I feel as though (laughs) she's gonna (laughs) she has literally no reason to be screaming this much. She is stand she's standing at the front door screaming at no one. (laughs) So um I think sometimes she thinks I'm not here even though I'm here uh so anyway the dunk contest was uh was determined uh in the end it was jalen brown versus mac mcclung chloe's boo mac mcclung Mm -hmm. and mac mcclung uh they they, he won and he should have won there was uh an interesting moment where he at first he he dunked over three people two people (laughs) He dunked over two people, and then he dunked over Shaq was his yeah, last.
0: That's uh, pretty good. And his that's first attempt,
1: cool. he kind of held it in the air a bit, and then he dunked it. That was one of the impressive things about Mac McClung's dunks in the contest was he would do uh, a, a little bit of a hang time situation, um, which, as we know, one of my favorite shows from uh, um, from <laughs> hang, uh, time. Running running together. Together. Um, hang time. Running together. Hang time. Putting it all on the line. That was my that was my show, <laughs> and that was it was nice. I mean, but Jalen Brown had some silly ones. He brought he brought his boy J Tay in there to help out as well. It was it was a good it was a good dunk contest, and I think after watching highlights from previous dunk contests and remembering how incredible it was to watch. Like a Vince Carter, like one right. of the ones I watched Friday afternoon was Vince Carter versus our boy Stevie franchise Go Terps uh-huh. and Tracy McGrady, uh-huh. and oh. that was such a like fun because you had the ups of like the Steve Francis, who's like, you know, there's an explosive uh, excitement to the way that he would get up in the same way like a Derek Rose or a John Morant would get up like that, and then you had obviously T Mac and. And our the the love of my life Vince Carter, and <laughs> it was it was so fun. And I think we we left this weekend of with a lot of people saying that this the All Star Game is not worth watching, and nobody really plays hard. And I'm interested to you know I know you guys didn't watch, but you saw the score, which I will let. You guys discussed that because as a person who watched it, I know how it happened, but it is crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is. What was the final score? It was like 217 to
1: 11.
0: Yeah. I watched a little bit. I watched, honestly, the thing I watched the most of just because of when I put the TV on was Jennifer Hudson's halftime show. And she was great. Jennifer <laughs> Hudson was great. This is probably a, a good
1: real... time
3: to put it on.
1: Yeah, youngest EGOT winner. Jennifer yeah,
0: uh, turns out uh. I, I did not know until I uh, until I watched it. Also, um,
1: dating common.
0: Wow, and So she
3: is winning all over the place. Uh,
1: uh,
0: uh, uh yeah. Uncommon love. Okay, right there. Uh, Chicago's own <laughs> common was one,
1: Jennifer Hudson and common. Uh, oh, Jennifer Hudson's from Chicago too.
0: Yes. Well, shine my shoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> um, D- Mac McClung, his restaurant, Macaronian Clung. Is that? Is that? I don't that's know. That's good. Oh, I yeah. think no, we need a workshop a, that one. Okay.
3: so no thanks. Why does yeah, he? Was he chomping on a cigar? What makes you think that he should own a restaurant?
0: <laughs> He's won the dunk contest twice now. He's got to be twice? rolling in. Uh, Maybe he should here's what he should get. He should get an Oreo commercial.
1: Duncacino. Duncacino. Just call me Dunk. Al Pacino for <laughs> Duncacino. <laughs> Cinemastic Cinematic Masterpiece. Yes.
0: Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. Yes. Um, what did you think of the glowy floor?
1: Okay, so great question. Thank I you. think it was cool. For it was really cool for like the skills contests and stuff, Um, and there were moments um, as well in the celebrity game that were kind of fun. Like they would move the lines a bit and have some fun with that. I think for it, it, it's it's it was pretty cool. It was like a it was like in a huge HD TV. They huh. had some crazy 3D stuff going on with it too, um, like projections and stuff. It was, it was cuckoo bananas. I think it probably looked better on TV than in person. Mm. I imagine it would be difficult to see everything because there's a lot going on. And probably the people who are up top really, really loved it, I would say. But the like outside, if, if I was, if I was. If I was high i'd be like oh yeah this is awesome
0: yeah if you were high on weed
1: skirt skirt <laughs> <laughs> not in indiana bro <laughs> <laughs> thanks
0: but, mike pence i mean I, I don't know if he had anything to do with that but you I know mean,
1: it's his fault always. it's, probably probably it's right. always his fault
0: Sorry. yeah um
1: but yeah it was cool for for those things i think it is uh it feels unsafe to do all the time. Right. Uh, yeah. I could see it being cool for halftime stuff or whatever. Yeah. You, know, you could do you could do in the same way that they do the projections up on, on the scoreboard, but in the jumbotron. But I think there's um there's just it's a lot. And I feel like because Lucas Oil Stadium isn't is a football stadium. There's a different like view. I would I would be really overwhelmed if that were in the United Center. Yeah, that yeah. that would really. I think it would be like really tough. Um, It'd be fun if they
0: did like those nickel. You know how they do like the Nickelodeon broadcasts for NFL games now
1: yes. with like the yes.
0: slime and stuff and like mm-hmm. SpongeBob's there. It'd be fun to do some like integrated just to, i just want slime at an nba game i guess or like do like real life nba jam where like he's on fire you know and there's like and a they fire did that. Oh they did?
1: Yeah, they That's had, so cool. It was really cool. That was so those, those things so were, cool. were awesome. And that was what everybody kept saying. It's like you're playing we're seeing real life nba jam or loving this. Like those those moments um are are great. I like and- that. It's it's something that I think will be a welcome addition for these types of things, but it's also, oh, it's overwhelming.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of overwhelming, I got some shoes here. These are some of the shoes that people were wearing this weekend. Ooh. Uh, we've Ooh. got, so this is Steph. He brought three different pairs. Ooh. Uh, curry Jam is the name of the... the Sneaker collection he released recently, pretty pretty great. I would say. I like the Jacob ones in the middle. Toppin. The ones yeah. in the middle are great. Jacob Toppin shoes look like they're also light up. Yeah, they were his brother's
1: shoes in the twenty twenty two dunk contest.
0: Wow! Oh, oh that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Wimby's shoes are kind of boring, but yeah, that's okay.
1: They're also so. Big, but they also have an alien that he drew on them. (laughs) That's cute. Yes, that's cute. My guy really wants to be in Space Jam.
0: Ants' shoes are pretty, pretty neat. Kind of metallic. I love them. Yeah, they're pretty neat. Shay's shoes are like look like they're like
3: crocheted. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> about
1: things. Oh, crochet Gilgis Alexander. <laughs> crochet
3: Gilgis Alexander. There it is. Uh,
0: Malik Beasley have has a uh, uh, cartoon of himself on his shoes. It's these are of, pretty neat. I actually kind of like these.
1: Um, and honestly, Malik Beasley one hundred percent would smash. So really. Oh God, he's so yeah. Cute.
0: Let me pull up a picture. Uh, Kawhi's uh sneakers are next them. year. Oh yeah, Malik Beasley is is a um a cutie. Uh, Kawhi's sneakers are like kind of a hot pink. Kind of, it's giving kind of Barbie, you know.
1: Yeah, but they're like um like they're the see the end for the New Balance though. Yeah, yeah, like they're kind of like L.A. lights, that. kind of. You remember like those? Powerade. Like... It's yeah, giving
0: Barbie meets Garfield energy.
1: Barbeled, barbeled.
0: <laughs> um, Dame's shoes are kind of like a little red, white, and blue.
1: I mean, oh, I they like got his them. kids' names on them. Yeah, though. I like them. They're cute. They're, they honor his kids.
0: Jennifer oh, Hudson's shoes are are pretty those are awesome. great.
3: Those are cool.
0: Um, and that's it. That's those are all the shoes that we have, uh, for this week. Um any other any any other reporting you want to do on on the All-Star game mc because we're about to get into like the back half of this season and we're like this is this is it we're like ramping up into playoffs uh did anyone stand stand out to you in the All-Star game and as like a huh okay wow this person was better than
1: anticipated you know i I do. I love Damian Lillard. I'm really glad that he won MVP just because I think there's been a lot of um, negative things said about him. There has been. Yeah.
3: Yeah. People people this year are acting like he's... uh, Overrated
0: or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think washed is the term they've said Uh, many times.
3: People are fucking unbelievable.
1: So that I think was nice. In that moment, for him, yeah,
0: washed like he took a shower. That he's very hygienic. He's a very hygienic man.
3: Do you guys okay. see that? Um, that um, he when he won MVP after the game, the crowd booed him, the Indiana, <laughs> the Indiana crowd, because because Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton also had a great game and would have been a very deserving uh, MVP. Yeah, and Dame that was Dame caught some booze.
1: He got he caught a lot of booze, and he goes, yeah. "I've been here a lot, so." You know, basically, I think Tyrese Halliburton for me was the person that stood out the most. Um,
0: More than Dame. Would you have given him MVP? I would
1: have given it to Tyrese Halliburton, but interesting. That was also. I could see Dame also deserved it as well. But Tyrese Halliburton had an incredible first quarter. He he went he went nuts. Um and so I think by the end of the game, it was Dame for sure. Hmm. But even in the fourth quarter when Tyrese Halliburton came back into the game, he was still like he was crazy on fire from three. And then it had some other great plays as well. But I think it's everybody thought the West was gonna win, but the West seemed the yeah. last enthusiastic absolutely th- seen the least enthusiastic it was yes. it was tough i mean there were some threes that were taken that were full-on like disrespectful um <laughs> like from the like, 50 foot well like, some of them like, like some of those were made dame did a full-on half court three yeah. and that was like that, incredible that Steph shot is why three. he won
3: that's why exactly he
1: won that shot is why he won one hundred percent. But it was an interesting thing to see. I'm like, cat, Carl Anthony Towns took so yeah. many. I got that he didn't need to take.
3: I gotta. I gotta talk about that. He. So I, I did not get to watch much of this game. I kind of was like planning all night to switch to it. But the thing is, every time I switched to the game, it wasn't Jennifer Hudson. Unfortunately, it was the East up by 25 and guys like jogging back and forth. Right. And the All-Star game is usually not competitive in the first half and then gets more and more competitive as the game gets late. But this game was never close enough for that to happen. It was just a blowout the whole way. So catching up on the game today, looking at the box score is really interesting because it it makes sense that the West is less or was less invested. Because you saw what the what the Lakers guys said after the game. LeBron and AD were both like, "Yeah, just glad no one got hurt." Didn't Um,
0: AD say something like the best? What did he? What did AD say? The best part of the game was, or the best part of All Star Weekend? He gave some weird response.
3: He was asked what the best part of the game, I think, specifically was. And his response was about um the halftime show, like, right? Or something something like that? Or he It was like, like the the hype team that was going between quarters. They, you know, they had like dunk like. dunk routines with guys flipping up and around. So and then just looking purely at minutes, um, both of the Clippers guys, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, only played 10 minutes, which was the fewest of anyone. So like their best guys, even though on paper it looks awesome, a lot of those guys were not super involved. So then filling that void, you have Kat. And this is the most amazing thing in the box score. Cat, Cat had 50 points in the game last night. First of all, he took 35 shots. Oh my God. Which no one else on his team, no one else in the West took more than 17. So he doubled up. <laughs> Steph Curry doubled him up. So, dude was just <laughs> ducking shots, and I guess when the other team scores two hundred eleven points, like someone's gotta, someone's gotta do it. The East scored fifty points or more in every single quarter, all yeah, four. Quarters. It was nuts.
1: It was nuts. Wow. And that was that was Dame and Tyrese, as yeah. Matt in the chat. Tyrese Halliburton was ten for fourteen from three. <laughs> that's wow. the
3: that's the other thing. Yeah, like looking. Because Dame was the leading scorer for the for the East. He had thirty-nine. Jalen Brown actually was next with thirty-six. And then Ty had thirty-two, but Ty was just on fire. He, yeah, 10 of 14. He could not miss. And then also had some assists, also had some rebounds. Um but yeah, good for Dame. I, good to see Dame have a I big I'm
1: shocked that Carl Anthony Towns had that many points. had because 50 points. Missed- so many shots.
3: <laughs> I, in, in everything I heard about All Star today or last night after the game, I saw the MVP presentation. I saw the post game. No one, I have not heard anyone mention that looking at the box scores the first time I realized it. <laughs> it feels like perfect, right? Doesn't it feel like very, very cat given the oh, year 100%. that? 100%.
1: Yeah. 100%. Because it's also like, I mean, sir yeah how many of those 35 shots did he make
3: (laughs) he (laughs) to be fair he made 23 of them which is a okay okay what what he shouldn't have done was shoot from three so much he was four of 13 from three so he he looks like he got like a lot of dunks and layups and stuff but he
1: did oh he did he definitely did because uh joker was setting him up almost every time they were kind of cherry picking Mm. a little bit
3: yeah. And you know, like I said, someone's got to got to take him, but still it is it looks funny like seeing that he's 23 of 35 when Durant's 7 of 12 and Curry's 6 of 17, Booker's 7 mm-hmm. of 14, Shay's 12 of 16, like yeah. Just not the guy you would expect to be anchoring the team.
0: <laughs> not what you want if you're if you're the West. who coached the West? Yeah. It was Doc coaching the East, right? And was it Ty Lue for the West?
1: No, no, it was, was the T Wolves coach Chris Finch. Ah, yeah. ah, so that's, the Gold
0: Finch. So it's, he it's had cat out right? there
1: doing everything. Oh Ooh. well, that
0: makes sense now. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. He should and have like, had ant out there too. I don't know why.
3: Yeah, yeah. He played. He played fewer minutes, especially for a young guy. I'm surprised. I wonder if he, you know, honestly, I think with the All Star game, sometimes a player, and maybe this is what the Clippers did will just be like i don't really feel like playing tonight like or like <laughs> coach i'm fucking hung over or i'm tripping like i can't play tonight like because <laughs> honestly that's how they treat it right it's a vacation yeah like, they're just they're doing whatever the fuck luca is loafing around <laughs> throwing himself but hey, man, he plays at backboard. his own
1: pace he plays yeah. at his own pace okay <laughs>
0: The way the game should be played, you know? He plays the way the game should be played.
1: Oh man, you gotta, you know, God love him, as my grandmother would say.
0: God love him. God, God love, love him. him. Do you guys want to look at let's before we go here, let's take a look at the old standings here. Let's just give it a yeah. look. Talk. about. you guys about... can you guys read it okay? Do you need me to zoom in? Oh, it's great. No, it- Good.
3: It's good. Talking about how Chris Finch was the coach, I was thinking about that. Yeah, like Minnesota's still number one in the West after all this time. Well, let's Mm -mm.
0: start in the West then. So we've got many on top. The Thunder at two, the Clips at three, the Nuggies at four, the Suns at five, the Pelicans at six. All of those teams, except for the Nuggies, Nuggies on a three-game losing streak. All those teams on winning streaks going into All-Star uh Mm -hmm. weekend uh and then the mavs have been a little bit hot recently the kings the lakers the warriors and those are your top 10 with Mm -hmm. the jazz the rockets the grizzlies the blazers and the spurs so out of gosh feels like that is the 10 right like well i this is utah what's utah trying to do is utah trying to do something is is houston trying to do something
1: I would say that I think, all, I think all, both of those teams are trying to do something but may not actually do something. Right.
3: Right. <laughs> right. That's um, I, I feel like the Lakers and the Warriors have turned a little bit of a corner this month, and if that holds up, it's going to be hard even if they are trying for Utah or Houston to catch them.
1: Totally. Because if you look at the last 10, the dubs are eight and two. Right. And, the Jazz and the Rockets are three and seven, so yeah, it's exactly. Tough. Um, it's going to be a tough go, I think, for those teams in the last thirty games, especially because now that it's getting close to postseason, I mean, that's that's Steph Curry's not going to let them be out of the play-in at the very least. Um, you would think so. And if you're man, if you're a
0: Kings fan, you got to be kind of bummed because le- last season, what were they? F- the fourth Third. seed or something like that. Third, Third seed, yeah. yeah. So now they're, yeah.
1: But they're they've had, had a, they've had a weird year. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I I don't count them out because I still think no. this it, this whole thing can shift uh, very easily because any of these teams really could go on a hot streak and beat each other. That's so very true. And then when we get to playoffs, it's sometimes it's just like who you're playing against. And if if Denver does not have home court advantage, I do not know if like that is their ultimate sixth man. Mm -hmm. So that really, I think impacts impacts their standing and their, you know, ability to make it through to try to repeat the championship from last year.
0: Totally. I mean, of the top six teams, many Oklahoma city, L. A. the the Clippers, excuse me, uh, Denver, Phoenix, New Orleans. It feels like New Orleans. Maybe they could become a play in team. Maybe the Mavs or the Kings or I don't know, Either long LA, shot, I mean, Lakers or the Warriors make yeah. a run. Mm-hmm. Are there any other of the t- other top six teams? Are there any other teams that you're worried could drop down into the play in? Like, the, do we feel confident that the Suns are going to be a top? Six team,
1: I do. I do. Yeah. I think right now, I think the six through six through eight to me is the that's the most vulnerable spot,
0: mm, mm-hmm.
1: and i i don't I don't think that Phoenix gonna is gonna drop out of the top six.
0: I I like that. I like that prediction. So, he do we think to be do we back
3: after the break after the
0: All Star break? Oh, yeah, is he going to exactly be
3: wearing the mask back. again? Well, no one knew who he was till he put on the mask. Frank, <laughs> Greg, that one is for you, buddy. Happy belated birthday! Happy
0: birthday, Greg. Um, Minnesota. Do you think they finish number one?
3: I don't. I pers- don't. I
1: think ultimately I it won't. It won't be. But. I also am open to being surprised.
0: Who is your pick for the number one seed? Clip, clip. Wow. That's music to Matt's, Matt's ears. Mm-hmm. Clip, clip, baby.
3: I agree. Clip, clip. I think I love that. Um, the, yeah, I, the Clippers have been so hot for months now. And I think the thing with the timberwolves and the thunder and the nuggets is those teams all play in the same division so they're going to deal each other some losses in the in the time that's left and i think the clippers um you know they're there's several games ahead of the suns the lakers and the warriors and the kings are all competitive and and playing pretty well but i think the clippers will be able to inch to the top this heap which would be very interesting because they've never they're always in like the middle of the standings because their guys sit and miss games. So I think that could be a huge advantage for them if they are able to pull it
1: off. I also think that, you know, the the West, especially, it it's they're only two games behind.
0: I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's really crazy. not a lot
1: at all. Because yeah. the a, East way bigger is discrepancy like, in the East. Huge East discrepancy. Very it's,
0: The Celtics are ahead by six right now. Mm-hmm. It's not.
1: And I don't for I mean the way that your former wizard, Chris Eps Porzingis, has been playing, plus the the Drew Holiday of it all, I Boston to me is the team to beat, unfortunately. Totally.
0: totally. Let's look at the East then. We've got Boston at number one, as we were just saying, Cleveland, a surprise number two, Milwaukee at three, the Knicks at four, the Sixers at five. The Pacers at six, Miami at seven, Magic at eight, Bulls, your Chicago Bulls at nine, and the Hawks at 10. The Nets are at 11. They just fired their coach today. The Raptors are at 12. They're not trying to do anything. The Hornets might be able to climb to 11 or 12, but it feels like the top 10 is basically the top 10 because the Wizards and the Pistons definitely aren't going to make it. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're No, they are not our Raptors could make it, but I don't, I, I don't think the Raptors are trying to make it this year. Um, and then it's just fired their head coach. So, um, well, from a yeah. bulls fan perspective, perspective, Mary Catherine, how are you feeling about uh, the outlook here?
1: Um, We didn't make any moves before the all-star break. Right. Right. Making any moves um, before the trade deadline we are i'm i'm excited for the way Kobe Kobe White has been playing. Um I'm excited for the way that IO has stepped up a bit as well. IO Edibiri. Looking... <laughs> I wish. Um I just sumo. um we've got also I mean our 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 boys Andre Drummond and, Nic- and Nikola Vucevic are actually playing really well together. I think it's. Uh, I feel strongly confident that we'll we'll stay in the play-in. We we won't probably do anything. It would be nice to win one, but mm-hmm. I don't know what this off-season is going to look like because the way that Zach Levine is kind of basically holding his spot hostage, um, we don't have any money. Nobody's going to want him.
0: But at least he's playing super well.
1: Oh, yeah. From yeah. the um from the surgery. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. In the hospital, um, he's, like, playing NBA 2K vibes, really the well. The
1: vibes are just different. The vibes are, yeah. like, they're just having more fun. And I, yeah. like, I like the type, yeah. you know, following the energy of DeMar DeRozan and following the energy of Alex Caruso and following, following the energy that, like, Kobe has been playing with, That energy is fun to watch and that energy is great and I like that camaraderie that they have and it's just sad that we have a $330 million mistake that won't Uh, really be changing anything anytime soon. But it's nice that they at least have been trying. I would say we almost beat the Cavs last week. It was very close. And the Cavs very, very- are
0: 9 and 1 in their last 10. I mean, do we think that this is sustainable in terms of are they going to be the two seed?
1: I think if the if if Jared Allen and Evan Mobley stay healthy, Darius Garland is just kind of coming back from injury and hasn't really been back to the Darius Garland that we have seen in previous seasons yet. Um, but Donovan Mitchell is very Mm -hmm. good at basketball. He is. At one point, I do think he is. He might be kind of a little bitch, but. Uh, um, Yes. He's got some interesting tendencies that I hadn't witnessed in person. um,
0: Did you see a game in person?
1: It wasn't. It was on the television, but it was live. Okay.
0: But you, I mean, you are in person when you're watching. You the are television. a person. You are it's a person. Time
1: and space.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: I was in person. Um, there, there's just like, and it's funny because I was watching with my one of my good friends who is a Cavs fan, and with a friend of ours who's a neutral party. Okay. And she was like, "I he's kind of a drama queen." And there was just a moment where he didn't get her that hurt and he stayed on the ground for five minutes. And that yeah. is not, I hyper- hear, hyper- hyper- yeah. and then he just like pops up and he's fine. And it's like, okay, all right. That's a little, that is a little bit overly dramatic. Um, <laughs> he's got this like smirky vibe sometimes where I'm like, okay. He's, well, a little-
0: you know, he played with Rudy Gobert for years. You know, he might've learned some oh. bad habits from, from him. Ha ha ha. ha ha ha. Um are we worried about the Bucks? Uh since Doc has taken over, they're like 4 and 6 or something like like it's not good. Uh, not
3: good. Not yeah. a good record with Doc.
0: Um but it's it, it's only, you know, it's somewhat recency bias. Are, are are we worried about them at all this season or do we think that they'll do they even have a shot to win the East with the Celtics looking the way they are?
3: I think that I I think kind of I agree that the Celtics are a big favorite in the East. I also though think there are like five teams behind them that I could also see winning the conference, mm. and maybe mm-hmm. I'm in the minority feeling that way because Boston. This is the such minority report.
0: I mean, but, they're really giving mm, us the minority report. Not exactly.
1: My, my feeling though is the only the only thing. At this point, is Cleveland is six games behind. Yeah. Oh, the I don't Bubs think are eight and a half games behind. Like yeah, they like the the Celtics would have to go on a a pretty intense losing streak. I think at this point.
3: And let let me be clear, I think Boston definitely will be the one seed. I'm talking more like in the playoffs, could a team beat them. But as far as, you're right, what we're looking at with the standings, Boston's, they're going to have the best record in the East and the whole league. Um, It's more a question of behind them. Cleveland's the two now, Milwaukee's the three. I think New York could move up. I wouldn't be surprised if they finished it at two. They're good. They have really strengthened their team. Mm-hmm. Um, they've played well lately, even though they've had injuries. Um, I don't know. I I feel like again, there's like this whole slew of like contenders beneath Boston. Like the Heat are still they're still there. Yeah, you know? they're they've been pretty mediocre this year. Okay, they were mediocre last year. That's like, right. But and they went, like, to, yeah. they went to yeah. They're little. Yeah. they'll be in the mix and if they're matched up against cleveland or milwaukee in the first round they easily could beat those teams so yeah. um so yeah i think it'll be really competitive i think both conferences and especially the east after the trade deadline have so much like depth and strength mm-hmm. in the, in like the middle of the standings
1: i also but, think the pacers
3: yeah exactly make yeah they're Easter. good Pascal Siakam.
1: Siakam has been a really nice addition to that team and yeah. I think they're gonna and I think they're they're also feeding off this confidence from this weekend um and I I could see them making a run as well.
0: You got to kind of feel bad for the Sixers, right? Cuz you're getting this great season out of Maxi and you've got this Embiid injury. They're yeah. 3 and 7 in their last 10. Like it right. it feels like they really need Obviously, they really they, need one of the league's best players to, you
3: I mean, know, get to they're where they're trying to go. Fifth, right now, the thing with them that they really have to worry about is dropping into the play-in because, like, right. if Embiid, you know, if they're fifth or sixth, then he comes back for the playoffs. It's not ideal, but if you're in the play-in, things can can end real quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, Ironically,
0: we'll because it's a play-in. Play but in, it, you can but. you can get outplayed and and then you're yeah. out of the. You can get played out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, well, speaking of played out, um, play you know, me out. <laughs> play me out. <laughs> play me um, out, Frank. Let's uh let's let's move into Hoopers and Poopers and plugs. I already gave a plug earlier to Frankincense, uh, the newest podcast on the scene. Uh, subscribe, like, rate, review, all all of those good things. Um and for my Hooper, uh, Louise Lucas, uh, state senator from uh Portsmouth, Virginia, uh, stood up to uh Glenn Youngkin and Ted Leonsis last week and said, "No, uh, we are not going to have taxpayers enriching billionaires," and right. stopped the, at least for right now, stopped the um the stadium from moving forward uh in uh, Potomac Yard. That story is very much not written, but um, we salute yeah. you, uh, Louise Lucas, for mm. um, for being just being a good person and uh, fighting for a good deal on behalf of taxpayers. Um, so thank you for that. And of course, a Hooper, I think that we all have in our hearts and minds uh, this week and always is Greg Toomey. Happy birthday, Greg! Oh, yeah, we yeah. miss you. We love you. Hope you're having a good time. Happy uh, birthday,
1: Michael Jordan.
0: And happy birthday to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan actually wasn't able to make this episode either. Um, It's just unfortunate that he wasn't able to join us, but maybe next week. Um So. Yeah, I hope so too. Um,
1: Fingers Matthew
0: crossed. or Mary Catherine, do you have hoopers and or poopers
1: and or plugs? I have no plugs. And I have given my hoopers and poopers of mm-hmm. Kenny Smith is my poopy mm-hmm. and my hoopy is um, Reggie Miller always. Um, also, special, I would say, um, permanent Hooper status to Candace Parker.
0: Yes, she's great. She's great on a broadcast. Mm-hmm. Always, always, and she's coming back. Did I see that? Oh yeah. man, the Aces are gonna be.
1: That'd be tough. We'll have to do a WNBA recap soon.
0: We definitely will. Um, Mr. Sparacino. uh Hoopers, Poopers, and or Plugs. Um,
3: Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark is Oh hooper. my God!
0: How did we not yes, mention yes.
3: this? Yes, yes. With, every, with everything else going on, we we didn't even get to it because before All Star Weekend, the big basketball news of the week um was Caitlin Clark breaking the scoring record for the NCAA mm-hmm. women's basketball. Um she and in the game that she broke the record she set a career high for scoring i think she had like 49 points i don't have it in front of me something like that uh so yeah just you know incredible incredible season uh march madness just around the corner y'all a few more weeks
1: so close
0: she's she's pretty good she's okay she's pretty good um (laughs) i think she might be going places uh, do you have any poopers or plugs, Matthew?
3: Pooper. Uh, my pooper is going to be, um, the Guy Nazis
0: is zone, Fia- zone of interest. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guy Fieri. Zone yeah.
3: Fieri. You know, Frank, I almost went there, but I, I decided that I wasn't <laughs> gonna, gonna bring up the subject of the film that I saw today. And instead give my pooper to Guy Fieri here. Cause the uh,
0: thing this is-, is, this is Guy Fieri. Do you guys see him
3: right oh, there I with the him. cigar? Yeah. 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 He is just truly disgusting. You think guy. so? Um, well, he's I kind of like, blurry.
1: I will say this: he does he 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 is better than than many at charitable. Yes, work. he
0: he does a lot of awesome work for like supporting um, uh uh restaurant workers and stuff like that. So That's we good. we like we him like for that. that. Okay. Well, we like donkey sauce. We love flavor town, obviously. Um, but
3: it's also my pooper and guy. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like you chewing your cigar indoors. I love a good cigar, but enjoy it outside where, cause someone's sitting next below. to you at that event for hours. It's disgusting. <laughs> it gets spit on it. It's not going to be nice to smoke it later. <sighs> um, and yeah, if, People want to hear about my thoughts on the zone of interest check out frankincense coming this week uh, we actually don't talk about that film but we do talk about some of the oscars movies and we're going to talk about uh all of them eventually in the next few weeks check it out
0: hell yeah um well cool well i think that is it we will uh we will drop in an audio file from uh greg here at the end of the episode um for our listeners to enjoy but uh For now, this has been Mary Catherine Curran and Frank Severich and Matthew Spiracino. Uh, This is And You Are the Hoops Crew. Thanks so much for joining us. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.
2: Shout out, Chloe. Hey, Hoops Crew. This is Greg from the future Um, or the past. I don't know what would be what there, to be honest. But either way, I just wanted to chime in about the All-Star Weekend. A lot of fun stuff happened. Friday night, we had the Rising Stars Challenge, where the G League team defeated the first-round pick team of Wembenyana, which, uh, pretty pretty cool, pretty cool uh, that they did that, even though the overall winners were not the G League team. They got smashed in the next round. <clears throat> Saturday, we had three-point contest, dunk contest, also had the Steph for Sabrina. I know you guys are talking about that a little bit tonight. That was definitely the highlight of that evening. The downtown contest was good. Jalen Brown came in there, had some fun, did a nice homage to a, someone I didn't know who it was, and that was good. Um, the game itself wasn't the best, wasn't the best, wasn't the best. Even Ashley thinks it wasn't the best. She has no clue. She's shaking her head at me. They don't play defense, she said. They don't play defense, which is true, but it's a fucking all-star game. They could do better. They could do better. Because honestly, look up all the all-star games in history. I don't think I've ever seen anyone get injured once. So if they're worried about getting hurt, need you just suck it up and just, you know, just play basketball. Play a pickup game. You know what? Get rid of the refs. Check up the ball. Call your own fouls. Let's go old school street ball style. Pick teams at the game. All right, that's all I got. It was my birthday this past weekend. And it was good. It was a good birthday. Did a little hiking. Did some bouldering just now at a hotel that had a bouldering wall in it. Not bad, right? Not bad. My fingies hurt. My fingies. And uh, anything else? No. No. Just get ready for the second half of the NBA season. Wizards going (laughs) going all the way.